0: Welcome to episode number 13 of the Mastering Marriage Podcast, where our goal is to strengthen, unite, and restore your marriage. Hi, everybody. My name is Amanda Taylor. And together with my husband, David, we are the co-founders of MendOurMarriage.com. And our goal is to break the back of divorce by bringing married couples together to be accountable, keep the passion alive, and expose the hidden issues that try to rip marriages apart. And we are back in the booth with another listener's question today. And I am here again with my crazy, fun, crazy (laughs) Crazy. lover and friend, David Taylor what's up
1: y'all welcome to episode number 13 I am David Taylor and we are back in the booth yeah yeah. Um, before we get started with the listener submitted question I would just like to extend a hearty thank you for all of the support that we've been getting through Mend Our Marriage
0: yes uh, thank we, you we, so much we
1: appreciate the shares the likes Uh, The questions that we've been coming, getting, actually keep submitting questions, okay? So once we're done listening today, send in a question, either through the voicemail or just email or send it on a message on Facebook. But we would like to continue to keep keep questions so that we can continue to provide answers for you guys. Um, But we appreciate the support and I just would like to let you know this episode is brought to you on behalf of MendOurMarriage.com. We have a wealth of information on the website for you, for all of those individuals Who are looking to add value to their marriage. Our mission is to break the back of divorce. That's right. Are you down? I'm down. (laughs) So anyway, we would like to appreciate you guys again. And let's go ahead and get into the first question. Mandy, do you mind reading that for us?
0: Sure, I can do that. All right. So the first question is, how can I get my husband to be more emotionally intimate? Hmm. I know he has been hurt before in past relationships. But how do I get him to open up to me? We have been married for seven years.
1: Okay, so here we have a case of a man who doesn't know how to be emotionally intimate with his wife. And seven years is quite a long time. Uh, But what what that means to me at least, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like there's been some ingrained behavior patterns that's kind of been learned and maybe allowed to be. You know, maybe he started off the relationship, not being emotionally intimate, and because she didn't really challenge him or help him through that, maybe it's just been what it is for the last seven years um and that can happen actually, that happens more often than not, you know, and mm-hmm. so we're gonna give you three very basic tips to take to help him to become more emotionally intimate so here's three tips that you can do to get your husband to open up a little bit more, okay? Now, before we get into the three, let me just say this. There may be areas of his past that may have caused him to be like he is now. And so we don't want to discount that. And so these three tips will help, but if there needs to be a certain level of healing or deliverance that needs to happen with, with regarding his past, he needs to go through that process. Right. And that's the only way that he's going to be uh, comfortable opening up. And if he doesn't go through that process, we can do these things. They may make it a little easier, but he's still going to have these emotional blockages there. So, um, but anyway, what's the first tip? What's the first tip that we can give
0: him? Well, the first tip is to study his patterns of behavior.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And so, um, just in this particular instance, um, we want you to pay attention to the moments of the day or week where he is the most relaxed Mm -hmm. and the most receptive.
1: So, like... Throughout the day, throughout the week, just right. kind of paying attention to his behaviors. Right. Okay. Okay. And, and, okay. So are you saying like pay attention to the times of days that he's the most stressed, pay attention to the times of the days where he's the most relaxed, where he's the most happy.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and,
1: and, mm-hmm. and, and if, what Mandy is saying is that we all have behavioral patterns. Right. Um, some people say, and I'm still, I don't know if I agree with this, but some people say that when women go through their menstrual cycle, Men kind of go through their hormonal ch- uh, changes as well. I agree. And, and Mandy says, Mandy actually told me this the other day that when she's on her, she can tell when I'm, you know, because I'm a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And I have yet to agree with that. But, you know, whatever. Anyway, but we all, <laughs> we all have our emotional cycles. And so you want to pay attention to his emotional cycle. What time of the day is he's the most relaxed? Where, what time of the day is he's the most calm? You know, when is he more likely to be responsive? When is he more likely to talk? I know when I come home from a long day at work, working with clients on a Wednesday, for instance, uh, that's one of the times of the day where I'm not going to be as talkative. Right. What about you, babe? What do you think?
0: Yes, I definitely agree with that. When you know that your spouse or your husband has had a very long day Mm -hmm. and they are mentally drained or Mm -hmm. physically drained, then that's usually going to be the time that they need to decompress. Yeah. They need some time, you know, alone. Yeah. And you definitely don't want to attack them with questions and and conversations that may be stressful.
1: Yeah, and that's that's really key. So so just keep that in mind to pay attention to his behavior. Study his patterns. And again, this is all about becoming a student of your spouse.
0: Exactly. And so, when you learn yeah. these patterns, whether it be for a husband or for a wife, mm-hmm. Um, then they're going to be more apt to open up. Yeah. And, you know, if you can respect those times and you know those times without them telling you.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's really good. And this goes into the second point, which is listen to his communication style. Just like we all have patterns of behavior, we all have communication styles. Some people are a little bit more interested in humor. As their form of communication. Like David. <laughs> you know, and, and for instance, like for us, for the Taylor family, you know, when there's something maybe traumatic going on, like a funeral, we're more likely to be laughing and smiling and joking. That's just how we are. You know, so make sure that you try to mirror his communication style instead of trying to get him to change and communicate the way you would like him to communicate. Okay? That's important. You know what I mean? Is he more reserved? Is he a man of few words? Uh, When he's around his friends, how does he communicate? You know, if his parents are still alive, here's one tip you can do. You can go and ask his parents. How did he communicate growing up? You know, what was he like in the household? How did he communicate to the siblings if he has some? How did he communicate to them? That's good. Yeah, and so so this is all about, again, becoming a better student. And often what happens is because they don't communicate the way we want them to communicate, we often ostracize them or try to get them to come over to our side. And remember, Mm -hmm. relationships is all about what, baby? Giving. Giving, yes. And so, you know, actually that leads to the third point. So talk a little bit about that.
0: Well, the third point is, that's right, give. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so you just have to make communication fun, and you have to learn your spouse's love language. Mm. And if you don't know what love language is... Well, yeah,
1: talk about the five. Just go through the five real briefly. We'll probably do a show on that, but go through the five love languages. Okay. Well, help me out if I miss
0: one. Okay. So you have uh, physical touch. Physical t- touch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have gifts. Gifts. You have uh-huh. words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. That's three. You have acts of acts of service. That's four. And then you have quality time.
1: Okay. So that's five. And he could have any one of those as his love language, or
0: even a combination, or a of combination.
1: Two. Which means that his communication style will often be filtered through his love language.
0: Exactly. Catch
1: that. His communication style will often be filtered through his love language. So, like what Mandy was saying, learn his language. Mm -hmm. Learn how he loves, how he communicates and expresses and interprets love. What else, baby? Anything else for that one?
0: Well, with that, um, and then also, you know, a lot of times when we try to communicate with our spouses, Mm -hmm. especially as wives, we can come off as nagging when Mm -hmm. we don't feel like it's nagging. But then going back to if you know your spouse's love language... Mm -hmm. Okay, Um, then, you know, you can understand, all right, maybe what I'm doing isn't interpreted as nagging, even though that's not what I'm doing. So I may need to switch things up so that he can hear me when I'm trying to communicate with him.
1: Yeah. And here's the thing to understand. And this is from a man to a woman. If a man is struggling to open up to a woman, it's because he doesn't feel safe. And he doesn't feel secure, and he doesn't feel confident enough. Or heard. Or heard. And so your job as the wife is to make sure that he feels safe communicating to you. Okay? Make sure that you present the atmosphere and the environment in such a way that it's conducive to open, honest, and safe communication. Elsewise, he's going to hold it in. And you may get him to open up about something related to sports or something that he's interested in but when it comes to the deeper matters of his heart he may guard those so make right. sure that he feels safe right. anything else baby um anything
0: else i think we pretty much covered it okay for okay. this episode so re-
1: recap those three points real fast and i think we'll be done
0: all right so um number one we'll study uh the patterns and behaviors of your husband okay uh, number two is listen to his communication style, mm-hmm. and number three is give.
1: Give, yeah. Make make sure that he feels safe. And there you have it. those are three very basic, you know, things that you can implement starting today because we want to make sure you take action today. Right,
0: and we do also want to let you know that we did an extended podcast on emotion, emotional intimacy. Yeah, podcast number twelve. Yep, so so you can yep. go back and listen to that and, for additional
1: tips, and that will give you a lot of juicy nuggets to incorporate when it comes to communicating with your spouse. Exactly. And so, well, there you have it. Uh, email us, let us know the responses that you get from him, and let us know how it works. Um, If you have any additional questions, feel free to email us in a voicemail or message us on Facebook. Uh, But, yeah, guys, we appreciate it. Oh, lastly, don't forget to submit a rating and or a honest review on iTunes. That's right. We need those reviews and ratings so that we can add more value to more people. So, again, we appreciate your time, guys. Thank you. And we will see you in episode number 14. All right, y'all. Deuces. Deuces.